where two consultants sit down with the purpose of providing listeners with valuable advice. Here at Kettle, we consider ourselves business-focused technology consultants. This is the leading principle for all offerings and guides what we do across all client engagements. It is our hope to provide practical ideas based off our wealth of experiences across all types of industries while providing some moderately entertaining stories and advice. Okay, we are back with episode three. This is Amanda, and I'm here with Matt to dive into our tech function a little more. Something we get asked often, whether it's speaking to local small businesses or larger Fortune 500 clients, is the question of whether to build or buy all or parts of an IT function. Matt, since you have more firsthand experience, I'll hand it over to you. Yeah, I think I've got the scar tissue from from this one is another way to say it. So let's get down to it. Uh, this past spring when we were working with uh, one of the, the, the uh, cannabis companies, Canvas client, um, we quickly assessed and ascertained that we needed to build out the IT capabilities because they were limited. There are two people when we first started uh, last fall. And there are some service providers that were currently in place. They're kind of holdovers from other organizations and legacy contracts. So when these companies kind of merged and came together, um, you had you know, a vendor in Canada, a vendor in California, um, each with different contracts, or in, in some cases, no contract at all. Um, and the question came up of, how can we improve our capabilities faster without necessarily adding a lot of payroll? And how do we actually pick a vendor the right way? How do we pick a partner and a provider the, the right way? Um, I, I know that we worked with uh, three different providers in our selection process. <laughs> we appreciate uh, their patience. They, they know who they are. Um, and uh, it, was, it was a learning experience because prior to that, the selection process largely consisted of um, who knew somebody who knew somebody. That's not really the right way to grow a business and achieve scale. Um, and so in addition to picking the right provider and helping discern uh, whether you should build versus buy, we essentially had to build the, the process for even how to select um, partners and software providers, contractors, hire resources, um, the process to even make a, a good pick and a good selection using a standard set of criteria was something that we, we also had to pilot. So, so let's get into the question of why in the first place does, does this question even get asked? Uh, building a team versus buying a team. Um, typically what we see in an organization is at first, you hire um, a person, you hire IT staff, but that starts to get expensive pretty quick. Uh, if you think about a California-based cannabis organization, if they needed to hire uh, five IT people, five IT staff, you're looking at probably about $100,000 of resource in the Bay Area. Five people, that's a half a million dollars in payroll to do what? To drive business transformation, to secure your data and your devices, to support your network, to build and configure laptops and deploy them. Yes, all of the above. So a lot of the times, if you, if you average that number out, and if you really take a look at the cost of information technology, 
that half a million dollars is, is payroll alone for a five-person IT staff. And when you add in licenses, when you add in telecommunications spend, you know, everybody has a mobile phone plan that they may be expensing, the numbers start to add up. And on average, in an organization, the technology function, including payroll, hardware, software, um, power and cooling for servers and data centers or server rooms, that ends up being about 30% of an organization's operation expense. So it's got a big dollar figure associated with it as 30% of the typical company's operating expense. Even with technologies like artificial intelligence and cloud, software as a service, blockchain, all those things. It's still a fairly large number, um, in part because of the payroll costs. The second challenge when people ask build versus buy is the lack of perceived value. So if that 30% is generating significant return on investment, and you're seeing that in terms of lower costs, uh, reduced risk, tighter financial controls, um, stronger sales, uh, a sales staff that can hit the ground running and, and start selling um, immediately, those are all things that technology can help a business and a cannabis business do very well. Um, but typically IT is seen as a cost center and they're seen as getting in the way of things because the network doesn't work or people's laptops break or there's a barrage of, of email, uh, malicious email campaigns. And so rather than seeing IT and technology as a advantage and an accelerator to good results, they see IT strictly as a cost center. So those are really the two strikes against um, technology functions and technology teams when you're asking the question of why do we even ask build versus buy in the first place? So let's say that you have been asked the build versus buy question. Um, we need to look at this and consider it from the standpoint of, we wanna make sure that this is a good outcome for your business because what we're talking about here is something that could do catastrophic harm to your organization, to your business. Um, technology people, and we referenced it in other podcast, technology resources can, can really do a lot of damage to your organization because they're the ones administering systems like payroll or administering systems that have your sales or client data, um, even your warehouse or inventory data, your QuickBooks implementation. Um, so these individuals have a lot of access and a lot of power. Um, so be very smart and judicious about how you build out your organization, either by giving them um, third-party provider support or adding staff around them. Um, you need to use the hiring practices that, that we talked about in the other podcast and I think episode two. So when you're looking at this question and you've been asked this question, here are three things to consider. Um, Look at your overall cost and expenses in terms of the business. Quantify what it would cost and prepare an IT budget. You'd be surprised how many organizations don't have IT budgets. Include hardware, software, but also include payroll. And include payroll for people that may not traditionally be programmers or engineers, but project managers. Um, analysts, people that are writing up requirements, people that are engaging with the business. If they have anything to do with the technology, they need to be included in that, that overall estimate and that budget for cost. Include your telecom expenses, whether it's mobile phone plans or 
um, internet service provider agreements, because those numbers start to add up very quickly too. A lot of organizations spend millions of dollars on um, mobile and internet service provider plans without really even looking at what they need versus what's been built out. So put together a budget and understand that budget and the line item of that budget. What are the laptops? What are the assets that need to be managed, supported? Do they need to be replaced? What are the networks? Are the routers, the switches? Those should be relatively easy to pull together because you should be tracking those things anyway. If you can't put your fingertips on that list, that is a red flag that there's a pretty significant security risk. If you bought 40 iPads and you can't track them and, and understand where they are and who has them, you need to get on that fast. Um, so building the asset list and understanding the costs of those assets, whether they're fixed costs or variable costs. Um, second, look at the fluctuation or your organization's trends in demand. Are they going to be steady? Are they going to be consistent? Or do you have peaks and valleys? Are there quiet periods? You cannot idle full-time resources during an idle period. So if you have slow periods where you don't and should not be paying or want to incur the cost of paying a $100,000 a year resource for an IT function, then you should maybe consider a contractor or a third-party resource. You need to have enough demand and enough need, and that needs to be high-value need, for the cost of those IT resources to be justified. Which leads us to the third point, and the third concept around trying to quantify build versus buy. What services are you building out? What services and needs do you have as an organization? So if they're bare bones and they're basic, not, not to call anybody basic, <laughs> but if they're bare bones and basic, such as desktop support, um, supporting uh, Google Suite, um, the G Suite, uh, supporting the network, uh, keeping it up and running, uh, making sure devices are not growing legs and being lost. Those are fairly straightforward activities. And a third-party provider may be a cost-effective way to manage that. So you could pay them $20 an hour as opposed to maybe the $100 an hour that you would pay a senior full-time IT resource to do that. Um, and so looking at the actual services that your IT function provides but more importantly, what do you actually need um, in terms of project management, in terms of support? And those are kind of the two camps, uh, new work and keeping the lights on, how much demand and how much capacity do you have, and which areas are a good fit for senior expert staff versus a fit for less expert, less senior staff. And with that, with, with those lenses, you can get a pretty clear picture to start understanding the build versus buy perspective. To be clear, outsourcing and sourcing with a third party is not something we see as a negative. It's not a bad thing, um, but it is a tool and a tool that can be used effectively or a tool that can be used that generates a lot of damage and a lot of harm. So when you're thinking about building your IT function or buying um, an IT function, essentially leasing it from a third party, um, considering your overall costs and your expenses in terms of the business and what is your IT budget, uh, consider your demand cycles 
and if it's a consistent growing amount of demand or if it moves in ebb and flow. Uh, and then finally, what services do you need? What platforms are you using today and what are you going to use in terms of technology? And are those things that a third party provider can support and commit to supporting? Or those things that uh, you need to really bring in an internal expert because they're generating value for your organization. They're generating intellectual property. And those are the folks you should be focusing on that value added activity because technology ultimately is, is a business results accelerator when it is implemented and run the right way. All right, great. Thanks, Matt. That's some good insight and hopefully some helpful tips for the listeners. Um, once again, our episode page will be linked in the show notes. You can go and leave comments or questions and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks.